Welcome to Contagious Conversations, where automotive industry leaders dig below the surface and discover what it takes to shift the culture and perception of automotive retail. Let's get into the conversation. Today, our conversation is with Nate Seschel, Solutions Director at Dealer Sys. All right, Nate. Uh, man, I'm so excited to just hang out, share a conversation with you. Uh, we obviously uh, got to hang out and meet at Digital Dealer this year uh, down there oh. in Tampa, and that was freaking awesome. Uh, we met on Clubhouse and then through this crazy thing called Pitch Tank that that you won that week, your pitch. Uh, and so we're hanging out and we get to talk uh, all things automotive, but particular, uh, you have this big passion for how tech uh, integrates with our people and processes and how it like frees up people to be better, uh, for our customers. So, uh, tell me a little bit about like how you found your way into the automotive space from these other spaces that you were in and, and, and what you've been doing. Yeah. So, I mean, my background originally out of school was global finance. I actually worked for Eaton corporation on their financial side. So like M and a work, global restructuring, um, but I started in a manufacturing plant because I wanted to learn from bottom up. I wanted to see how these pieces were made, how they were stamped, you know, the people that did this kind of thing um, and then go up from there. So eventually I sat up, you know, not the highest level, but um, I got to kind of travel the world. And I lived in Switzerland a couple of years as we really restructured and allowed us to buy, you know, more companies and grow. Um, so I did like it, but then I got burnt out on finance. Um, I actually then kind of switched over into tech about nine years ago. And somewhere between five and six, I had my first auto client. I was originally focused on Fortune 500 clients, you know, doing a lot of global transport, uh, phone system stuff, security, um, you name it, you know, data in general. And, you know, I had this first client and they were out in Hemet. Uh, Petter Nissan is actually the group. Uh, they're about five, five, six stores now and they, they're growing. And, they were so backwards. I hope Brian doesn't get upset about this, but they're so <laughs> backwards in terms of how they were just offloading stuff to these IT companies. The setups were goofy. Um, and, you know, basically at the time we were selling UCAS phone system, unified communication. So what that means is you can, you know, you can call, you can text and you can do a video from one system versus having multiple. And so for them, he was just like, wow, this is, you know, this is great. And, uh, and we kind of helped through the whole process. They moved forward and they, we, we went through the whole process with them of onboarding and getting them set up, you know, and it took, took a while, um, more so to get through the sales cycle than even the turnip cycle. But once they were on, uh, the other piece of technology that we actually sold to them was an SD-WAN. Uh, this is right when SD-WAN was popular. And all that means is like, you know, people have an active circuit and then a failover circuit. Uh, but instead, now you're actually both running both active. So the circuits work off each other, make sure quality's there. And so he literally pulled out the fiber circuit. And in real time, the DMS is still working. All the phone calls are still going. And he was just like, wow, like, you know, this is what's needed. And, and it just made me think, you know, the size of that deal, I think there were six rooftops at the time. It was, it was you know, it was a good size deal for me to have and realizing how much we helped them. You know, and now they use, you know, now they've moved to kind of the state of the art system we sell since then. Um, and as, as of many, many others, but the way that we help automotive is crazy. 
You know, the most recent is Cardinelli Automotive Group, 15 different phone systems over their 20 locations. Wow. And no one, no one knows where their numbers are, what's going on. And we come in and just clean this up and make sure that we can you know, transition them seamlessly. And that's what we've done for dealers. But the dealer setting phones right now are forgotten. And the reason why is because everybody's too busy investing in call tracking that's third party that involves forwarding and number claims and click to calls and all this kind of crap that nobody wants to do. No car dogs doing freaking click to call, you know, like that's a joke. And um, so we come in and it's like, Hey, you can make or take a call however you want. You can use an app on a cell phone. You can use a desk phone. You know, you can use a computer and a headset. It doesn't matter, but no matter what, like we're completing CTIs, we're doing things for them and streamlining automotive over a single platform is what we do now. And, um, and to see dealers just, you know, go from number nine, to number two in their region to, do, to see real jumps all and all we've done is like, they're just doing the same thing they were doing before. We're just, instead of on personal cell phone, it's a phone system that's owned by the dealership. They text from, you know, yeah. all these little nuances have really, um, helped them excel. And, and that's, you know, that's why I'm in the industry because to be honest, it's a lot more fun to work with car people than it is to work with suit. <laughs> hey, I agree. Car people are awesome, man. It's such I a mean, good I industry. Left, I left the bureaucracy of the Fortune 500, you know, crap before. And, um, and I, I don't like those clients as much. I still have some, you know, they're great. I love all of my clients. You know, I still do a lot of like wild call center stuff at the forefront um, for, for that type of client. Yeah. But, but really, you know, I, I also gave up a lot of my previous clients just so I could focus more on auto. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago, we actually started, I went from working for this big master agency that sells all these providers to partnering with my boss. And now I run an automotive company, uh, you know, by the name of dealer sister, dealer systems, um, dealer sys.com, if you will. Nice. But, um, you know, and, and that's what we're here to do is just to work with dealers, let them see like how backwards things are that they're doing and, um, and how we can help them. Cause the reality is if you've got a phone system that can call and that can text and can video, and that's what your people are using, Every single interaction is happening in one system. It's crazy. And every single one of those is now tracked. It's pushed to the CRM. If you want alerting, if you want reporting, whatever you want, we can slice and dice. I mean, this, but every single piece of data is in that phone system. Unlike, yeah. you know, the traditional phone systems that people have, they pay for a PRI and a, they call it a PBX so it would be the phone system. And, and all it really is then is you're just calling right? And you're just calling and calling and calling. You have a separate texting platform, maybe two, because service needs a different, you know, has different requirements. And then on top of that, you have a video platform, whatever that might be. You might even have a video conferencing platform on top of it, depending on how you guys run and whether you're a metro market or not, you know, how you market to clients. But it, to me, it just makes sense. Like streamline my whole backgrounds from strategy. So yeah. less is more, less is more. And then more data is better, you know? The less systems, great. And then, you know, more info is going to help us determine, you know, where to invest our money. You know, who's, who are they actually coming in on? I mean, I know there's a whole data set that goes before that, but which, you know, which website did they see last? And we can tell you all this because you're not third-party call tracking, you're call tracking from your own phone system. 
Yeah. No, that's crazy, man. So before we get, cause man, I've got like questions and ideas and thoughts and we got to jam, but real quick, because I caught one thing that we have to talk about and you were like, yeah, I just did this one thing one time. You lived in Switzerland, bro. Tell me about Switzerland. How was Switzerland? Just like uh, totally non-automotive. I got to know how a good, bad, ugly. Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, I've lived a lot of places. I've also lived in China, Thailand, China. Um, I've also lived in Ecuador, but, and those are all for like periods of time, not just like a two week trip. Uh, I was in Switzerland for almost two years with Eaton. Um, they had basically just moved international headquarters from Amsterdam to Switzerland. So I spent a ton of time in Amsterdam too. It was a lot of fun. And I was the youngest. I was 20 years old. Uh, actually, no, I take that back. I was 24 and everyone else was like 40 plus, you know, I was wow. like the young gun. <laughs> kind of designing all this like global money movement for them and withholding and stuff. But the country itself is absolutely gorgeous. The so well run, you know, to a T yeah. that everything is super clean. Everyone follows the rules, you know, everyone's kind of in it together, but they're very to themselves and independent as well. Right. Um, I, I loved it. I absolutely thought it would be a wonderful place to raise children. It is, you know, God awful expensive, but yeah, uh, <laughs> But that was all covered, you know, of course, by by work at the time. But yeah, yeah. you know, between the skiing and the the canyoning and I mean all the just the fun outdoorsy stuff that you can do there. It um it's it's a pretty fantastic place. Yeah, yeah. No, that's amazing. So uh well, first of all, I'm like we're gonna have to chop it up just about overseas travels at some point. I didn't realize you had been to that many places, so that's cool. <laughs> um Man, I, yeah, like that, that just so intrigues me and I've never lived in another country before, but I feel like that would be a really, really intriguing and man, what an eye-opening experience. And I think it allows us to see the world. And I've been to Haiti a few times. It allows us to see the world in a totally different way. Right. And, and all of a sudden you can start assessing people and cultures and ways of doing things in, a, in a, just a new way, right. That you wouldn't get uh, kind of living in one country or only being in one country and and you start your eyes start to get open to that and and I think it's a big reason why like a lot of high performers do travel to other countries because it opens our eyes to new ways of thinking new ways of seeing things and and then we have the capacity to communicate on maybe a different level that we wouldn't have otherwise had had we not been a part of those cultures right so Certainly. yeah Certainly. so okay so back to auto real quick and and I, I want to key in on, on this like idea that, um, you know, you come in and, and whether it be phone system or, or data systems or, or anything like that. And, and, and when, because when I, when I see this and, and especially with a lot of groups where, yeah, we do have, I don't care whether it's in the sales engine or the service engine or accounting where we've, we're piecemealing all of these technologies together. And, and even at that, even if we're piecemealing technologies, that they are still so disjunct. They don't talk. Um, there may be five years in the past from the rest of the world where, where technology is like flying forward and we're like, yeah, can you uh, send an ADF uh, into the CRM? Right? <laughs> like we don't even, API is like on the, barely on the tip of our tongues. Like, what is it, what does it take for us in automotive to really kind of see the light? Like, how do we, how do we get this into more places into more dealerships, more dealer groups to see like, Oh, there's a whole big world out there that has technologies that can allow us to not just like, not just do better for our customers, but more free up our employees. 
I think there's so much fear in automotive of new systems. Now, dealers don't have any issue if it's related to marketing. Hey, I'm going to throw money at this SEO campaign. I'm going to try mm-hmm. this guy over here. I'm going to do that. But when it comes to real, you know, real changes or platform changes, you know, whether that be a CRM or whether that be a DMS or whether that be, you know, your phone system, you know, or, or these communications platforms, like you have two sides of things is what I see, you know, from the first digital dealer I went to maybe six years ago to now, you know, back then I saw almost the majority were, and and, and I'm not trying to fully knock the industry just partially in that, <laughs> in that a lot of these are, are, are car guys who got into tech, right? So they, they went from the car space and then they, they got some money together and they invested it and then they create a platform but they don't have that whole background on the, either the strategy or the technical side. And so the products that come out don't necessarily do what we need them to do, or maybe the, what the product's even doing isn't something that's, that's even necessarily needed. Whereas, you know, when I come from a tech background in this industry and then I come into it and you see, wow, like these, these are things that work. These are things that, you know, have been around and we just keep enhancing, but now we've got this provider fits perfectly with the dealer. Why? Because this one's so much easier to use than the standard would be where the standard is like, Hey, we've got this crazy large phone system and we've got 10 it people that are all making six figures or higher, you know, to manage it. You know, we don't have that in automotive. Most people outsource their IT, or I've even seen where the head of IT is in-house and then they outsource everybody else and every mix mash at this point. You know, I work with a lot of different dealers and groups and you just don't know, you know, it's like, and I'm always getting surprised when I meet new ones and Hey, we're doing things this way. And it's like, Oh, okay. That's interesting. Or, Oh my God. How, how have you guys been going for so long on this? Um, But I think what it really takes is just opening up their eyes and saying, Hey, like technology's there. It's not so scary. I mean, the whole purpose of dealersys is that we transition, you know, and we handle the transition. Our whole team does. So we don't want downtime in systems, which is the scariest thing for a dealer, especially That's the scary thing. Communications platforms, you know, not even that, because they don't care if their texting's down for a day or their chat's down. I mean, they care they're gonna bitch to somebody, excuse my language. But when it's your phone system, you're scared about am I gonna keep my numbers? You know, how are we going to replicate what we're doing now? It's like usually replication isn't really what you want to do. You want to completely enhance, you know, but you like you now have the tools, at least in, you know, in the UCAS platforms that we offer to create a whole process around a single platform. And that platform is where you do all your communications with your clients. I mean, that's just easier. The learning curve, it's the same system that you're doing for calling for texting. Yes. And it's the same system that you can use to literally be on a call with the client and then you shoot them a text while you're on the call and you turn that into a video call. And now you're on the lot walking around the car together. And yes, it doesn't have all the bells and whistles that some of the other options do for the video or for the text, but is it is it needed? Is that even relatable? And how difficult are these things to actually get up to speed on? And how much does it cost versus this is still just 
one cost monthly for your phone system, but now you have all this functionality and it's all seamlessly integrated to the CRM at the same level. Not like, hey, this one does this kind of integration that looks like that. And this one's over here. It's like, this is the deepest level that there is possible with all these CRMs and auto. Yeah, you know, when, when you relate it to like the marketing conversation, right? We in automotive are historically, right? And not everyone, but historically, we are so much fish in a pond with bright, shiny lures. And we will go like that thing flashes in the wind just a little bit, really pretty at us. And we're like, and then all of a sudden hook pull, right? Because it it was really pretty. And uh, a lot of times the practical is the food sitting on the bottom of the pond that we can eat anyway, right? That it's right there in front of us. And not just that, but how much have we done to make it harder for our people to sell a car or to service a car because of these bright, shiny objects. Now, some of them, right, they're really good and maybe they provide a better customer experience, but we, we're trying to go all the way on this end instead of going like, hey, there's so much better. Plus, it, probably there's technology outside of them. Uh, uh, before, man, now you got me like flying. Okay, going back. You, were, you said a lot of times people in dealerships get a hold of some money, find some tech people and all of a sudden create some tech, right? And typically they're developing on like three to five year old tech, right? Is what normally the the basis of so much of automotive technology, whether it is, you know, CRM or DMS or whether it is call tracking, you know, these, what they're doing is so old and yes, they might now have an app that's online, but when the back end started 20 years ago, you can't, change that and you can enhance all you want and you can do different things but the newer companies that come out now you know like the techions and others that are going to be built you know modularly api built where they can just keep strapping on new from pieces and hey you know what what do you want like here's a hundred different options you have for this and i just want these 20 well you know kyle wants like 92 of them because it's Kyle and he's going to use them because that's Kyle, you know, and that's, you have so much more um, versatility in how you get to choose your dealership operates, not, Hey, yeah, well, mine sucks. You know, my, whatever it is sucks at this, this, and this, but we're stuck with it. And that's, everyone's just like, well, we're stuck with, which means we're stuck with this. And so we're going to go over here and we're going to like plug in this other thing and give our people another login to learn and train on and all this type of stuff. And all of a sudden you just stressed your person out because the, the job that they thought they were getting out of college came with a, a MacBook, Slack, and Gmail. And that's all they needed to execute at a super high level, plus Salesforce, which had an API-driven CRM. And all of a sudden, all of these things plugged in. Their phone system was uh, was built into their, their three technology pieces. And they only, saw, they only saw three things, but the IT person plugged in 18 APIs that helped them execute their job, right? And okay. that's the flexibility that, we, that, that we're seeing in business outside of automotive that honestly most of automotive hasn't even had our eyes open to because all we're wanting to hear is uh the gm that's the new vp of sales at the technology place be like we're all car guys we sold cars one time right (laughs) (laughs) right maybe i'm like picking a bone maybe you hit me real deep somewhere i don't know (laughs) i mean it's just it's just what i see and it's why it's so hard you know i took one week 
once we, you know, I tried to build, you know, what we offer now six years ago with, with socket and with Vonage. And, you know, I went for one week kind of door to door and, you know, and someone who has my background and going in like that, I, I did, I lasted one week, you know, and then it was like, this isn't, this isn't going to work for me, you know? So then, so now what do I do? It's like, I take the dealers that I work with, I also realized, hey, I work with, I know all these trainers over here, like it, it shift or this and that, you know, and what, what do they say? And then I start teaming up with these people, you know, how do we, how do we better this? How do we make it so it's really right for a dealership? And then, you know, outside of that, it's like, how, how can we go to market with it? You know, how can we help dealers? Cause that's what we're doing. And what are the pain points? And again, you bring up phone system and the dealers like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. So you're going to sit in the back with your crappy system, you know, that might or might not have, you know, decent quality and it has such limited functionality and you're paying a ton of money for it. It's like, why aren't you looking to what we could be doing? I mean, right now everyone has record sales, but it's another great transition period. I mean, I had groups like Cardinale right at the beginning of COVID. They're like, we want a solution that we know our people could work remote if it ever comes to the fact that we have to work remote and everything's still in the CRM. We want people to be able to go out in the lot and show cars from that same system. And that's why they did it. You know, they did it because they know that at some point it's going to have to happen, which is the reality of it. Like old school phone systems will all be gone in the next five years. So you can adopt now and be at the the not even at the bleeding edge because people have been on this for years doing you know, it for years yeah right you're you leading know, edge of automotive but like you're potentially well behind right right which means that you really shouldn't be scared to adapt to this technology because it's been tried and it's been tested and this is the stuff that sits in every fortune 500 company right. you know to one extent or the other but now we get to do way cooler things for automotive just based on the way that a dealership runs, you know, based on the way that a dealership goes out and markets across all these different platforms, you know, and we can tell you like these, here's the attribution to all these different platforms. And then wait, here's the accountability to each of your people who either a, your tops, you know, your top sales guy is typically the guy who burns the most because he can He's not going to go for the, you know, he's not going to go for the tough guys, he's not going to go for the hard to understand guys or the ones that have the bad credit. He's just going to burn them. Now, is he going to burn them? And is he good enough to give it to somebody else? Probably not. He's just going to kill the lead and move on. And that's what we see, you know, as we go on, it's like, oh my gosh, this guy touched, you know, so many different ones, but then they died. Hmm. But yeah, he, he's selling 20 plus cars a month. It's like, awesome. But you just cost your company so much damn money in car sales that everybody else wow. did. And that's the data that we're sometimes not willing to swallow. But if we were willing to open our eyes to the technology that can show us the data, it's like, how much more is there? There's there's so much more there. It isn't even difficult data to understand. It's just, you know, how many leads came in from cars.com versus auto trader versus that. And who touched them? Well, Nate touched them and Kyle touched them and this other person, you know, and how many? Well, now we can look at every text that was sent to that client for that market, you know, for that campaign. And we can look at every call that was done and we can see that they did or did not do a video. Um, And we've got some groups that literally do video introductions. So like our conversation right now is like, hey, like, hi, you know, what are you looking for in a car? And they have they want to have a face to face and it's not for every market clearly yet. 
but this will be where everything goes. I mean, everything in time will go to video because it's, you can see and you can feel and you can have a relationship on video yes. that you can't have, you know, elsewhere. And that's, you know, especially from the client standpoint, and you've got people who obviously step outside of that, but, you know, they want to feel that and they want, you know, I love when you were talking a digital dealer, just about changing the stigma, you know, and, and how, how you guys at Nelson do it and how others do it now in the industry. And it's totally different than six years ago. And I love, you know, I love that concept. Like the dealership should be such a great experience to come in and buy a car. And instead you have so many people now who are shying away, which you now have to take advantage of that too, right? Digital retailing and, you know, other, other aspects of trying to cover all the market with technology. But the reality is if you can bring it back to, Hey, you know, we're not scary people. This is a great experience. You know, you probably don't even want the car you're looking for. You know, you probably want something else. Yes. We're dealing with the short, you know, shortage aside, you know, in a few months, hopefully we're out of this whole thing, but I just think there's so much more potential for, dealers with customer experience you know let's even go to basic customer experience when when you when i'm the sales guy and i call into you know i call my client he goes to call back he's going to the main number that sucks you know now you're 50 50 whether or not that guy's going to get to the salesperson and whether we're going to make the deal just because of that crappy customer experience instead why don't we give all our salespeople a number that's textable that's owned by the phone system in case they leave all the data stays with the company. Right. The next deal that goes back is with, you know, is with the dealership, but more so it's that customer experience. Now I can call with them. Now I can text with them, you know, and it has that same feel of, you know, personal cell phone without the issues. And there will be lawsuits within the next few years that, you know, we're just starting to see things trickle in about, you know, sales guys using their personal phone, trying to sue the dealership for their own, you know, because they're using their minutes or whatever versus, Hey, let's set up good Wi-Fi at the dealership. Now they can use their personal phone because it's totally secure that they run this app. And then however they want to use it outside of the dealerships up to them, you know, but we have a, what we did for Cardinelli is we wrote it right into their actual book. Like that, you know, your onboarding booklet that says like, this is how you're supposed to use this. And anytime somebody goes outside and says, Hey, you didn't, you know, look back here and it protects the dealership, you know, and it also protects the client, you know, it protects the employee too, from trying to be, you know, goofy or stupid or, you know, come back and vindictive. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think the, the idea is like, one, open your eyes to the technology that's out there, whether it be call recording or DMS or CRM or, or anything like that. Don't be so afraid of the transition, right? Because one, companies that are new in tech are getting better at transition, right? The, like, I think the fear is like, I changed DMSs 10 years ago and I lost all this stuff, lost all this time. Nobody could figure anything out, right? But, but that's because those, those things were hard to figure out, right? But this new technology is easy to figure out. We have a technology-centric generation that's learning it quickly. And it's going to protect the dealership, protect the employee, protect the customer, and give everyone a better experience so opening your eyes to some of that technology and not just waiting for someone to say, oh, I were, I, you know, I was a, a 40 years in the car business and we've got X amount of years of car business experience. Like maybe there's technology outside of the automotive industry that you should be looking at. And I think that's what you're trying to bring in, which is, hey, we were using this outside of automotive. Let me saw this opportunity to bring it in automotive, raise the bar and give automotive 
employees and customers greater access to communication tools, right? Definitely. I mean, and there's tools beyond what we sell into typical dealerships too. Like I was saying, I sell a lot of call center, contact center stuff too. Um, still into Fortune 500 and others. But I mean, if dealerships would put the money into a phone system or communications platform that they put, you know, piss everywhere else, it would be incredible. I mean, you could literally take your CRM and your DMS and all these other systems that you need to use on a daily basis and put it into a single pane or break it over two monitors. And now your salespeople, your BDC people can literally be looking at everything that we could possibly need in, in, in one place. But it runs, you know, a hundred bucks a user a month, which the dealers, you know, so if you got a sales team of 20, that's two grand plus your normal, you know, it doubles the price of what they're probably paying or maybe even triples. And there's like, well, that, you know, what's the ROI on that? Well, it depends on how you look at these. And I mean, again, I come from a numbers background. I can skew anything, but I can't stand when people are like, oh, this is, this is going to give you 20 times payback. But you know, you, you have, it's all coming from organic leads already. It's like, that doesn't equate like, and, and that's why yes. I have kind of a tough time with just the way the whole, sales push from vendors comes into this industry and it's so much smoke and mirrors. It's just how much could you do with what you already have? If you handled what you already have better. Right. And, and, and that's, that's caring for people. That's caring for customers. That's caring for your employees. It's creating better relationships. It's engaging your community. And if technology can set us up to do that, that's a better experience overall. That's an automotive industry that people want to do business with. Right. Exactly. I mean, if we can better the customer experience and, and lower the scare factor, because as soon as somebody hits the lot, you're chasing them, but you've already had a conversation with them. And now whether that's text-based or whether that's, you know, you got on a video, I mean, you're going to have people and maybe it's 10 or 20% who literally would love to like see you face to face, you know, and talk to Kyle before they bought their car. And they want to tell you about the other cars they're looking at, you know, because in my, I'm a relationship person. That's how I deal with all, you know, it's a partnership. It's not, Hey, these are my clients in auto. I mean, this is, these are the people that I'm trying to help and I'm always here. You know, it's not a sale walk away. It's hey, for, for as long as you're here, I'm happy to help in any way I can with what we do. If you have other things you want to bring up to me, I mean, I love thinking, you know, strategically it's uh, and there's so many areas I think that automotive could be capitalizing in strategy, especially when it comes to communication and customer service. Yeah. You know, and yes. what what's the primary issue that customers have with dealers? Couldn't get in touch with them and they didn't follow up with me. So if we can right. solve how to communicate with our people, with our customers and our clients, man, we're going to be doing a heck of a lot of good. Definitely. I mean, I think you, I mean, you know it, obviously that's why we're sitting here today talking about it, but there's, there's a lot of room for improvement. It doesn't mean it even has to cost more. I mean, there's things that cost a lot of money, but it doesn't have to. I mean, they don't need these fancy call center systems. The fact that you have one system that's rock solid, that can do all these things and your guys can take texts when they're not in the dealership, you know, they can send photos, they can, you know, function that way. I mean, the biggest pickup we've actually seen is uh, from it's from the service side, just because it's quantifiable. When CSI just literally jumps, you know, like not just like small percentages, but like jumps like huge numbers. I mean, all because we send photos out of our same system of the service work, or if it's big deal because something went terrible, 
we literally get them on a video that we're interactive. It's not just a, Hey, this is what happened. Boom. That's it. It's Kyle, you know, like we want to show you what's going on here. And then you do that. I mean, it, it creates a sense of trust and yes, they, it sucks to spend the money, but at least now they don't feel like it just got bamboozled, which is yeah. like, that's why, I mean, as a kid, I, my parents were always like, you never take your car back to the dealership because they're going to, you know, they're just going to like find things wrong that aren't and like all this stuff. I mean, it just goes with the stigma. Um, and I never would have seen myself, at, you know, this much further down the road, listening to you preach about, you know, how you want, you know, you want your child to be going after jobs in automotive, you know, 10, 15 years from now. And it's like, I, that resonates with me because I want to help change this industry into that place. And I want to give the tools as they're available. I mean, we, I focus on this, but we sell other things in our product suite too, that all are just to help the dealer. You know, it's not for me to make money. It's not for me to like, Hey, you're going to be on this six months. And I just made a couple grand or, I mean, the, none of that makes sense. This is all about truly helping building relationships, you know, and as I go and meet other vendors that maybe isn't me like here, talk to these guys. Cause they do it better. You know, trainers. I mean, we're helping now some of our groups with help desk it help desk. Cause like we were saying, it is in, in short supply and always overworked in this industry, but it's like, well, what if you had an IT help desk who could remotely troubleshoot 90% of your issues? Yeah. And that was all just included in your monthly instead of paying. I mean, I've got groups who are paying their IT guys four grand a month. And this is in California. It's like this, what are they, what is their knowledge base? Because no one can even live off that. So, right. you know, like, and what do you expect him to do at that rate? Like nothing. <laughs> you know, you're better off again going with the with the, a really knowledge like your VTech. I mean, there's others too. I work with you know, Davis and Hanley. I mean, Protons. Big, there's there's others that are out there that spe- You know, they they specialize in auto, and that's all they want to do is be backup support. And if you need it, boom, they're there with you. And it might save your dealership money to do that, and it might cost more, but it's going to alleviate headaches. What if they onboarded you, your people, and offboarded them? from every system, you know, and they do that because they're auto-focused. What if I yeah. could get you in and out of your Reynolds or get you on and off of your CRM, you know, as your people came in and out and now your CRM actually has the right people in it, not just like 30 extra people that are in there that, you know, mean nothing. And it's, you know, and then every you, time. Have you been looking at the same people that I've been looking at? Is that what you've been, we've been talking to the same people? It's like, wow, it's and crazy, the man. Perspective too, that's so smart is now that we have this one-to-one, it's like, if a guy goes, you know, we can just realign their number and we can even do an inbound caller ID that says like, like Kyle, not here. And so when your salesperson picks up and be like, oh, I know you're looking for Kyle. He's actually not here today. Or if you want to say he's actually no longer with us, but we know you were looking at this car. And obviously we can be matching records and pulling them up. And we're, you know, certain vendors we, or certain CRMs. We have screen pops even, so you know who's calling from your client base if they're already in there in advance as they're calling in. Um, and it's not, you know, the CRM text product or this or that, because again, these are auto companies that are focused in one thing that then just try and slap in some other technology. I mean, go with the smarter technology that's tried and tested, and then we'll push all this stuff through, you know, like do it, do it the right way. 
because everyone has issues with all these little add-on products or this or that. And people are sick of forwarding numbers and sick of claim codes and sick of click to calls, you know, but they think this is how we have to do it. You know, you don't have to do it that way. You should be able to do it however you want. I think that that's the key is, is we don't have to settle for doing it the way that we've always done. It doesn't matter what it is, process, product, software, uh, anything like that, hiring, go to market strategies. We need to, we don't have to be set in our ways. We can get outside of the box. We can think greater and not do it the way we've always done it. And our customers might actually like it. So Nate, man, I've, I've uh, had such a pleasure jamming with you and, and talking technology and process and integrating that into the dealership world and, and raising the bar. So I appreciate you coming on. Uh, If anyone that's listening or watching wants to connect with you, what's the absolute easiest way for them to do that? Yeah, so the easiest way is to go to our website, um, dealersys.com or dealersys.com is probably the easiest. And you can schedule a demo. You know, you can schedule a kickoff. You can also get in touch with me directly. I'm the solutions director over there. Uh, My number is 312-872-1301. But we do have a team of people. So, you know, we're here to help you. We're here to transition you. And even if you're just curious and it's not your time, I mean, at least let us talk to you about some of the stuff that we're doing with some of our dealers. And then you can talk to them. I mean, go talk to the Cardinalis and the Empires and the Larry Millers and the LA car guys. I mean, there are so many groups out there that are moving to this technology. And the reason why is because it's smarter, it's leaner, it produces more and it saves money. Yeah. You know, I mean, it kind of hits all the boxes that you would want. Um, and it's available now. Hey, (laughs) he like put on the voice. That's good. Well, cool, man. Well, thanks for chopping it up and, uh, look forward to, to hanging with you again. If you want to connect with Nate, make sure and do that. And, uh, thanks for pushing the automotive industry forward, man. Certainly. You know, the last thing I'll say is the, for those of you who are watching, even Kyle's group is moving to one of the platforms that we offer and moving to this direction. And, I won't say which one, but the reason why is, is the same reasoning. You know, when you have so many things in one place and you can get so much more out of it, it just makes sense, you know? So it doesn't have to be a scary thing. Um, But we are happy to help as I know Kyle's always a help, happy to help as well. So um, we look forward to talking to you and we'll go from there. Awesome. Sounds good, man. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Thanks so much for joining our conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure and share it out. We can shift the culture and perception of automotive retail together. Until next time.